Lady Gaga, Gwen Stefani, Sia. I'm literally shaking. You're watching The DM with celeb stylist Audrey Brienne and fashion publicist Tyree Robinson. We're in season three of our podcast where we review the best in costume design in film and television. We'll now feature live episodes with costume designers and celeb stylists here at Room Service at Beverly Center. We hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for joining us on another episode of The DM with Audrey, Brianne, and Tyree. Today we have a very special guest with us, Nicola Formichetti, who yeah. is known for his work with Lady Gaga, having helped create some of her most known and iconic fashion moments. Nicola's career spans over 15 years with stints at Diesel and Mugler as an artistic director. Other clients include Gwen Stefani, Ricky Martin, Cody Fern, Sia. Nicola, we are so excited to have <laughs> you here today. Would you like to tell our guests how you got your start and a little bit more about, about yourself? Thanks for having me. For me, it's just been very uh, a natural progression. Mm -hmm. I was just like a, a young kid in, in London that wanted to be part of something that was interested in music and fashion and, and clubs and just style in general. So I just started going out, uh, meeting people, and that's led to working in a magazine. And I had an amazing mentors and friends that kept me going. And then here I am today. Welcome to LA. Yes. Um, we have to ask because I feel like everyone is like wondering how did you get linked up with Lady Gaga and what were some of your first projects with her? Okay, so um, I am one of the contributing editor for a magazine called V Magazine. Yep. In um, actually, they're the one that who gave me my first um, break in America um, when I was a young stylist. So I worked very closely with them, and Stephen from V um, asked me if I wanted to do a, a fashion shoot with this upcoming um, musician, Gaga, and then that's how we met. Lovely. Yeah, it was actually in uh, in LA, and yeah, we just we got on really well, and it was very very uh, natural um, collaboration from the day one. Almost like we were very in sync, and. I felt like she kind of took what I was doing already before and made it into, uh, she started, because she could move in it. Mm -hmm. She can go on the street. Yeah. And before that, I was only working with models, which was just you know, a, a photograph of a model. Yeah. She almost made my work 3D yeah. and took it somewhere else. And, and then we used, there was a whole thing with Twitter and paparazzi pictures. Everything we did became a moment yeah. in online. And so that was really strange for me to see, but very exciting. Do you have a biggest like pinch me kind of moment? I'm pretty, I don't know. I mean, the meat dress was pretty crazy. Yeah. Even though I was, I got a lot of hate the next morning. <laughs> yeah, the, it was everywhere on, yeah. the, the, uh, on the newspaper and news and everything. So that was really, uh, Crazy. You have like a bunch of friends and family also just like blowing you up when, when that happened? Yeah, except my mom. <laughs> my mom is like, Yoko, she's, um, she's very, she's like, yeah, you can do, maybe that's why I, because I, I my mom is like, you can always do better. Yeah, 
like, Mama, that's pretty major what we did. <laughs> but uh, she's like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe that's why I, 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 uh, I tend to do, like, more and more and more, like, never-ending. So going into quarantine and getting us through quarantine, you did um, Stupid Love, I think Rain On Me. What was the process of going through that album and making people, like, feel better with, like, what you designed? The quarantine, so I moved here just before that happened and Gaga was launching her album Chromatica. So we, we were preparing for all the music videos and the album shoots and there was VMAs coming up and so there was all these things and we just, of course, the first month um, she was uh, very much into um, supporting the, the community and so she did a lot of that. And then after, when we became more free, we started working on the, the visuals. And you just become, you just, you just become creative, you know? I mean, it was a very, you know, it was a, a lockdown. And one thing we didn't want to do was, we just didn't want to show work that was, let's say, if you saw this in like five, 10 years time, you could see that it was done during COVID. We wanted to do something more free and it could be done anytime. So we did Stupid Love in the Desert. It was kind of like the beginning of, it's the first song from the album and it was about different groups of, of people, uh, which was we represented in different colors. And then in the end, they all unite. Um, and then Rain On Me was, um, I think that was just before the lockdown. And we shot in this like uh, big uh, green screen with Ariana Grande. And then we did 911 in the desert again with um, Tarzan. Tarzan, sorry, oh my God. He's like so legendary, Tarzan. So that was this three music video we did. And then we also did uh, VMAs. And that was, you know, because it was that time of people started not wearing masks and stuff. So Gaga really wanted to make a statement with fashion where, look, if I can wear a mask, while I'm dancing and doing red carpet, you can also do it too. Oh, really? So we kind of made the whole mask thing, like we wanted to make it more fashionable at mm -hmm. that time, so that there was more impact that people would wear masks. And I think we did something quite crazy, so that was nice, yeah. You definitely did, it was amazing. Did you, with the mask, they were very crazy, I guess, very creative. Was it mask before outfit or outfit before mask or like how did that process? We always kind of do it together. Okay. With everything we do, um, we have um, sort of a, a rough starting point, but then the magic happens when we start trying things on and you make them, put them upside down and just switching things around. Just really go with our guts. When you're working with Gaga, she has a lot of collabs and she's got a bunch of dancers. So do you get to work with some of that talent? And also, how do you make sure that Lady Gaga stands out from all of the like background activity? Like for Rain On Me was about creating a group of different ideas. Mm -hmm. So we used the same color palette uh, with the dancers, same, almost same material, but then the way you, you, know, you focus on uh, accent on her or Ariana, so they stand out a little bit more. Yeah. For, for 911, we went to something a little bit more dreamlike. Mm -hmm. So the costume were much more sort of like costumey, you know, yeah. historical, and it was very abstract, and it was just a play on color. 
You've done a lot of shoots, and I believe you've done some at your house. How do you separate a work-life balance of like <clears throat> being a global known person and being like Nicola? <laughs> I always call myself Nico Boy. That's like me at home, Nico Boy, because I'm half Japanese, half Italian, but I consider myself more Japanese, even though I have an Italian name. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very much Nico Boy at home. But because I do really love what I do, mm -hmm. sometimes there's no boundaries, yeah. Yeah. you know? And maybe that's a problem, but it worked until now. Uh, I just try to have a lot of fun at work. Like you kind of reverse the whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, that seemed to work a lot. So I bring in the calm, calmness to work and then the craziness to, to home. I also read your classically trained Pianist? Yeah, so I love playing like the piano. Music, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I do meditation, I, I play the piano, so the, and I read books and I listen to like weird music. Uh, <laughs> so, like when I'm daydreaming, is the only time I'm kind of like working, you know, like because my work is being creative. So I need to create a kind of a, a, a safe space for for myself and my team and my my collaborator to to be creative. You've been creative director to some iconic brands. What is the best part about that sort of a position? Yeah, so my first creative director job was, uh, I, when I was a young kid, I became the creative director of a House of Mugler, mm -hmm. uh, founded by uh, Thierry Mugler, icon. And I moved to Paris for a couple of years and I did that. <clears throat> and for me, I mean, I was so young and I just wanted to do cool sh stuff yeah. and creating an amazing show and clothes. And I wish I could go back there today with things that I know that I learned throughout the years. You become better by making mistakes. Yeah. And then I did that for a couple of years and then I became, um, so Renzo Rosso, who's the founder of the denim uh, brand Diesel, he approached me and we started working together and I moved to Venice in Italy to, uh, to head the, um, this giant company um, yeah. for five years. And also at that time, I was also working for Uniqlo, um, a company in Japan. Mm -hmm. So I was doing like two days in Tokyo, then two days in Italy, and then New York, like literally flying three times a month yeah. in different wow. countries. And I did that for five to seven years and it was intense. Um, but I loved it. What keeps you inspired on the daily? Like, how do you keep yourself inspired? Instagram? No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I'm Instagram too. The, the good thing is that you get to um, kind of talk and see what's happening around the world. But my thing is is to kind of sometimes switch off and just go into nature. And and again, like I love daydreaming. Like I like hiking and walking and just be uh, by yourself. When, when your mind is calm, that's when you get all the crazy ideas and downloads and all those crazy things. What is it that guided you to come out here to Los Angeles? I have a really good sixth sense and I always loved LA because of the weather and, mm -hmm. and also the, we used to do lots of music videos here with Gaga and I always loved, and I loved the, the costume houses here. So I always loved 
coming here, but never had a chance to move. And then I just one day I just said, fuck it, let's just, let's go to LA, find a place. And of course, I'd love to get into um, working on movies and TV shows. That's my dream. In addition to working with superstars, you now work with a few influencers. How is that different? Or can you tell us some of the influencers that you work with? And what's that? Yeah, like? so uh, I worked with uh, Noah Beck. Uh, I put him in high heels um, for V. And then Little Huddy, um, I worked very closely with. And then done some stuff with Nikita Dragon. Mm -hmm. For me, like the young gen, it just really excites me. Um, what we, you know, the possibility, you know? Some people are like, why are you working with them? You know, you should be working with uh, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, because I think they're interesting. Yeah. And they're much more open to collaborations. Because yeah. maybe when you're established, you know, you want to keep your image. So you're a little bit more, uh, you work within the barriers, but with the younger, um, musicians and artists and TikTokers even, you know, they're much more free and I love that. That's nice that you're not, you don't discriminate. Like when you, a, a booking or a job comes up, like that you do it if you like believe in the person. Yeah, and it's the other way around too. Like if, if I get a major, major talent with amazing money and yeah. all these things, but if I don't believe in the project, I don't do it. Yeah. And I think that's, that's one thing that I'm very grateful I could say no to things. That actually just wraps up our Q&A that we have for you. Oh. <laughs> we enjoyed talking to you so much. Thank like you. you are a great storyteller and the the visions and just creativity that you give to the world is really awesome to see oh, and thank, thank you. you for that cuz it's always exciting and oh. pushes the envelope so you're thank doing you. great. That's uh work. that's what I that's what I want to hear. <laughs> thank you guys so much. <laughs> For joining us, we are going to get into some red carpet looks right now. The DM is hosted in partnership with Room Service at Beverly Center, LA's premier shopping and lifestyle destination in the heart of the city. Room Service is a first-of-its-kind private members club designed to elevate the shopping and dining experience for LA's influential creators, VIPs, stylists, and costume designers. Membership includes complimentary valet and self-parking at Beverly Center, access to a unique and stylish member lounge, private conference and fitting rooms, and complimentary amenities such as steamers, rolling racks, snacks, and beverages. To learn more about room service membership, follow us on Instagram and click the link in the bio, or visit www.beverlycenter.com. Okay, welcome back. We are gonna start with, this is not a red carpet look, but it is one of Lady Gaga's newest collaborations with Dom Perignon. Could you kind of walk us through this collaboration and the photographer, I believe she's worked with him before. Yeah. So Dom Perignon project, yeah, we love the way it came out because we kind of took the collaboration to a whole another dimension <laughs> and I think, you know, for Gaga, it was so important to do something that was um, was about creativity and pushing. So we invited our collaborator, Nick Knight from London. Um, he flew here and we created this um, mini mu music video movie um, thing. And, and uh, Gaga was supposed to be a uh, the queen of the, her own queendom. 
but this queen was sort of like um, not like the typical queen. It's so like she's part of the everybody. It's fucking cool. So pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is a look from the 2020 VMAs. <laughs> so this was the first look of the of the VMAs, and um, we love Iris Van Harpen from Europe and we collaborate with her a lot. So we wanted to, mainly this night, we wanted to support sort of like a younger designers. She made um, us this kind of multi-rainbow colored creature <laughs> and it was very beautiful and sort of like alieny. but then we wanted to like juxtapose something hard on her face. And that was kind of like the first time you're gonna, you saw her on that night wear the fucking mask. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yes, this one is the <laughs> Valentino um, Auto Couture. We work with Valentino a lot and we just sh shot the, uh, the perfume ad around that time. Mm -hmm. So um, with Pierre Paolo, uh, we're very close and um, he, um, he lent us this incredible, sort of like the future, sort of like a space goddess. This was heavy to carry, <laughs> I remember. Is this the same bodysuit as the last one? Oh, yes. Fucked <laughs> it. No, because we, because no, they didn't tell us how many uh, awards she was winning, right? So it was we were kind of like making the outfits as we uh, went. Yeah. So that was supposed to be the last one, and then there was this. I mean, it was yeah. So we were like, we didn't have time to change fully. So I was like, a last minute, I was like. Okay, let's just match the jacket with the bodysuits and, and, and the hat, and just we just kind of created it on the spot. This is what she shows up in. That, that was the, the red carpet outfit. <laughs> so obviously, this was an homage to the um, the Moon Man. The Moon Man. Yeah, we want to do a Moon Woman. <laughs> it was the the, the jacket. Uh, the dress is from Aria. I Me, mean, I love I love the way she carries it. She's that punk rock girl at heart. Yeah. <laughs> This is one of my favorite ones. That was a moment. Yes. Right? That was such a moment. And for us, it was very important to work with. Chris, is yeah. it Christopher John Rogers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but you know, there was, a, at that time, I remember there was a Black Lives Matter march and it was, it was really intense. And we wanted to, to you know, use our, our platform to support, you know, black artists. And, and that was just, it was, she looks so incredible. I think this is her last VMA look. This pose is great. That's the shot. Definitely. So that's the merch that we created for the for the night. Um, the MTV Chromatica T-shirts. The, the mask is by Michael No. Yes. I mean that's how she she is uh, backstage. You know, just T-shirts and 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 high heels and and mask. Yeah. So yeah, those are. Uh, performance look with Ariana Grande. We, we perform wow. uh, Rain On Me, Stupid Love, and 911. Yeah. The next dress we're going to talk about is an iconic one. Yeah. Right. Uh, do we even need to introduce <laughs> it? Like, the she still meat looks dress. the same. Yes. <laughs> um, this meat dress is living in Vegas. Okay. Um, Frank Fernandez made this uh, in, uh, the dress, and it's it's been kind of in a in a temperature-controlled um, cabinet in Vegas, um, yeah. in uh, the museum, the House of Gaga. That was a moment. Were you there on the carpet to see the reaction when yeah. she walked out? I remember being in an elevator, 
inside the elevator, and I think there was like Justin Bieber and Cher, and, and people were like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going on, y'all?" <laughs> what is that? But because she's so com- she's so in it, it's convincing, you know. And we just kind of took our her she took her art and kind of like went with it, and that's why it was good. I feel like that's gonna end up like in the Smithsonian someday, like just permanently there because that's how like important this was to like pop culture. Another red carpet that turned into a born this way moment on the Grammys is this egg moment. Oh, <laughs> I mean, crazy. The vessel, I think. Yeah, it was made by Hussein uh, Shalayan. Did she stay dressed the whole time? Okay. Yeah, so we did the red carpet. We didn't tell anybody about it. We just kind of went in like this and then she, the egg went on the stage and stuff. she kind of was born yeah. this way and performed the song for the first time. And uh, and then the color was like, uh, you know, we like this um, kind of muted tone. Yeah, it was all latex and um, we had like latex prosthetics on her and uh, like body morphing. It was super cool. I have a quick question. If museums aren't asking for the pieces and stuff or it's like on tour of some kind, um, do you guys archive yeah, these looks? everything. Like, nice. Temperature, number, the whole thing. We yeah. have a huge archive space. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so they're cool. our babies, you yes. know? Um, mm-hmm. This is Mugler. Yeah. What were your thoughts when, because you designed this. Yeah, we just did a fashion show in Paris, and I already had those silhouettes made, which was basically like skin-tight um, bodysuits. Gaga loved them so much that we did them, I did them in different colors. So like this kind of like a naked illusion. Yeah, and she, she loved them because it was very comfortable. I oh. mean, the heel's almost bigger than the like <laughs> wheel on the motorcycle, like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And the last one, is Armani. Yes, this was the first ever Grammys that I worked on. It's so not like Gaga. George Armani is such a like timeless, kind of more classic. But we wanted to do something with with him to like to get his take on a red carpet. So we 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 told him like we we love the idea of the galaxy and then and he came back with almost like a dress that looked like uh, like a diamond. He made us all the costume that night. Everything we do, we always uh, we we're very hands-on. We when we collaborate, we you know we, we never let the designer or house to do their thing, and then we just wear them. It's never like that. So this was the first time that we did that. But the the thing that she's carrying, the the spike, yeah. it's actually a Christmas decoration that I saw on the backstage <laughs> on the table, and it's like here. Oh my god! Yeah, we're like wow. we need something, and that was like. Iconic. Also, I think I watched an interview with you that said this is a the dress went up to her head. Yeah, it's a jumpsuit. Okay. Yeah, it's like a full jumpsuit. Wow. So she's wearing a yeah crystallized jumpsuit with a hood, and then we put the wig on top. So if you look closely, you see yeah, it's, it's like a like, line. Yeah. It gives this kind of a little bit of a sixties like That's retro amazing. future feeling. So pretty. Mm. Thank you so much, Nicola, for joining us Thank on you. an episode of The DM with Audrey, Brienne, and Tyree. We are so glad that you took time out of your day to talk with us. We're honored. Us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was amazing. Like, Thank And you. your storytelling is wonderful. Invite me again when I do other things. You can find links to Nicola's social media platforms in the description box below. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. 
Bye. Bye.